This Game Source podcast is being brought to you by our friends at Gamer Protection Guild. The GPG is looking out for every gamer's needs. Find them on Facebook and like them. Gamer Protection Guild. So, do you want to wait for Sam or do you want to go into the round table she's, again? She's typing in now. Okay. She's, so on, she's still on the phone. That's okay. It's getting, um, it's getting kind of late, so I'm, I'm going to go ahead and just jump into it. Please. Okay. All right. Enough with the messaging. I can't turn notifications off on my Mac, so it's going to pick all of it up. <laughs> Chris. 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 <laughs> You're such a. <laughs> Gerald, don't you ever use that on. <laughs> All right. All right. Coming back at five, four. Don't you wink at me, you sicko. Three, two, one. Welcome to another segment of Game Source Podcast. Well, no, no, no. You usually go, welcome everyone to Game Source. Like, happy, cheery. You're almost like Disney-esque usually with your intros. Okay. <clears throat> Hello and welcome to Game Source Podcast. There's that there. was a much better, but that I'll was, take that it. Was a good one. Here's my announcer voice, okay? My there you go. <laughs> with a big... Thank you for everybody who uh, helped contribute to our unique number of views that we hit a record high for June. So thank you for all of our viewers out there. Well, thank you for your dedication and thank you for checking out GameSource. And uh, we, we definitely want to increase that viewer traffic. So please make sure to tell your friends, families, relatives, even if you don't like them. So Tell your uh, pets. Tell your pets. <laughs> and your pets. Uh, today we have... Gerald and Sam, uh, thankfully, can join us this evening. Welcome, ladies and gents. Hello. Uh, hey again. I got it's yes, Elvis lives, and it's Game Source Podcast number eighty. And yes, as Nick said, I do again myself appreciate everyone out there checking us out. It was almost double our previous high, and we're very appreciative of your support here at yourgamesource.com. Yeah, and Chris will uh, Chris will be jumping in with us here hopefully shortly. So don't you know if you hear a new voice pop up, that will probably explain why. Just to get a couple things out of the way, and we will commonly do reiterate this at the end of the podcast. Uh, we just want to make a couple announcements. We have some uh, we have some new stuff coming to Game Source, which is which is hopefully going to be pretty exciting for you. We're introducing uh, actually I should say I'm introducing a new segment called Plus One. 
we are going to introduce this concept that will deliver you kind of the highlight of highlight of the day, if you will. I will be hosting that, and we hope to. Well, it's going to be. Ra- it might be different people depending. You know, you got to have a life as well. So oh, yes, I was going to get to that, but it, it's typically going to be myself hosting them. However, don't be surprised if you have other crew members that we plan on introducing as a component of that. Our goal out of all that whole thing is to hopefully bring you some developer interviews is is really my goal and i'm reaching out to establish those contacts now so it's going to be exciting we expect great things to come out of it gerald and i were discussing earlier today that he would be introducing something similar in kind of a conjunction uh, now this this isn't a subsidiary this is a component of game source uh, however we're just kind of changing the name up a little bit uh, these will be available correct me if i'm wrong on our podcast page so just wanted to kind will, of get that out of the way. It will be available on our podcast page. It'll also be available on our mobile app, our free mobile app that you can download as far as it's concerned. Remember, you're going to be looking for the Game Source Plus One podcasts. They're just going to be real short, quick updates each and every Monday through Thursday, basically covering the top news story of the day. Nick will be having, on occasion, some interviews, but he'll also have, if it's not going to be just him, he's going to have one of our great staff members or also special guests, and they talk for just a few minutes on the various news topic of the day. So, Yeah, so just wanted to get that cool announcement out of the way. Gerald, did you have anything before we... Well, yes, uh, along with my usual stuff that I'm going to put out very soon as far as that great article that I'm working on as we speak... Also, I just wanted to make sure and let everyone know in the next couple of weeks, so going to be bringing a basically a weekend primer for everyone that I'm going to be bringing out in the next couple of weeks, excuse me, in, in podcast form. It's going to be a primer for your weekend. It's found every Friday once we get it started. It'll also be available on our podcast page, and it just basically gets everyone set for the weekend, not only in games, but all that good stuff that's going out there in pop culture, whether you're interested in movies, TV, just just great things that are going to come out that, that you as the consumer out there that follows us here at Game Source need to be looking for and need to watch out for. And if you haven't heard it, you've been working all week, just take a listen to it. It's going to start in a couple weeks. We'll make sure everybody knows when it comes out. It's going to be a, a weekend primer for you that I'm sure you'll enjoy. It. It's from Yes, Elvis Lives. You know, if schedule dictates, I will hopefully have on someone else to join me and we'll talk about all the great stuff. It's only going to be a few, 10 to 15 minutes long, but it'll get you set up and started on the weekend. In case you're looking for something to do, looking for something to play, looking for something to watch, or looking for something to enjoy, it'll have you looking, I guess. So just listen to it. It's coming up in a couple of weeks, and we'll make sure something really enjoyable. Yeah. Sam, I know. Oh, think hold on. Think about it like a five-hour energy. Uh, yeah. Minus the caffeine. Minus now, caffeine. I know. Well, I know Seventh Valkyrie has got some great stuff coming down the pike as well. Uh, uh, Sam, what you got cooking? Oh, she's remember she's on one of our live feeds from Chicago, Illinois, Chi Town. Yep, I'm just I can't stay in one place for that long. Just got to keep moving. You are uh, the world traveler. <laughs> where, um, where, where in the world is Sam Paremba? That should they should make a computer game out oh, of no, that. No, I'll be the I'm new sorry, Carmen where, San Diego. Where in the world is Seventh Valkyrie? I like that better. I should I should just dress like Carmen San Diego. Every time I every time I go to an airport, I'll dress like Carmen San Diego. The hat and the trench coat. Yep, absolutely. I've got a red peacoat. I could do it. 
So uh, <laughs> what are you working on as far as concern? And also as well, is there something else that you'd like to say possibly about maybe being on another site as well to, so that your stuff can be seen by more great people out there? Um, well, something that I've been really, really interested in pursuing, since all of you know, I am a college student and don't really have the funding to, uh, you know, buy a new game every couple of weeks when it comes out as much as I'd love to. One of the things that I would like to spend a little time doing is maybe thinking about a more conceptual level of the video game industry, maybe a more psychological level. And it's not necessarily, oh, I played this game, this was good, this was bad, here's the number I gave it. But maybe exploring some of the different kinds of things, um, some write-ups I'm, are current, that are currently the editing process. I have a piece about first-person camera views versus third-person camera views. I have why Pokemon is cool, just historically, and why it will always be cool. And uh, one, like, the effect on female protagonists in games. And I think that it's it's some stuff that people should really think about. And when you play a game, you should really, instead of just sitting down and following through this story, maybe think about the effect it's having on you or the effect it could have on other people. And uh, I think that's a really cool thing to think about because, you know, the gaming industry is getting really, really dedicated. You know, there's a lot of people who are super into it. And I think it's good for people to kind of just think about it a little bit. Absolutely. We definitely look forward to that. And did you want to speak about possibly work, working out anything with some new friends that we might oh, have yeah. down the pike? Um, yeah, a good friend of mine from my high school days. Well, actually, I met him post-college. I don't exactly remember. A good friend of mine, though. He, he let me know that he is a part of a different site called The Experience Bar and that he's starting to get that up and going. It's a great site. You should check it out. Right now, I'm compiling some stuff to send in to their head honcho. And hopefully he likes it. And I might be able to get some of my stuff posted on there. But even if I don't, you should still check it out. But I would just like to make clear that my heart and my loyalty will always be with GameSource. It was my first site. If it needs to be, it will be my only site. But I am excited to, uh, with the prospect of, you know, getting my stuff posted a couple other places. Because that's kind of cool that people like it. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And the more people see it, the more people will be able to appreciate as far as your the quality of writing that, that you show here at GameSource every time you, you send in a column to us. And, and we're happy for you. And, and we just, like I said, if you don't check it out here at GameSource at yourgamesource.com, please check it out on the experiencebar.com, correct? Or is dot .net? Yeah, I was. I get worried that I I skip a net dot net here and there. Well, uh, if so it's, it's not dot com, it's dot net. So if it doesn't work the first time, try the other one. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, like I said, I checked it out earlier today when we were talking about it, and I thought the site has a lot of promise as well. And I wish them the best of luck, and and hopefully we'll be able to do some things down the line with them if they so choose as well. So. Enough of, I guess, us babbling on and on and on. Nick, I guess you've got something to take care of in the news. The news. The news. The news. The news. All right, so, ladies and gents, today's hot topics. As you have likely or have not likely heard, since you are obviously listening to this to get information, Don Matrick. Did I pronounce his last name right? Is it Matrick? Yes, it's Matrick. I've never heard it actually pronounced. Don Matrick quits as the Xbox CEO. Hold on, let me, let me, let me replay that for you. Don Matrick quits 
quits as Xbox CEO to go to all places, Zynga. Wow. Um, hmm. Well, I guess the ultimate question is, was this his choice? And has really what happened I guess I guess the long and the short of it is 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 this something that was uh, long since cooking up prior to uh, you know prior to these conferences prior to what the end result of the uh, entertainment expo was um, prior to the extremely negative public relations issues they've had uh, really in part well actually really in large part to their lack of upfrontness. Well, I really don't think that's a word. Uh, their lack of being upfront. Upfrontity? No, unfrontedness. I don't know where I was going with that, but um, Un- unfront to funtacular. Yeah, there you go. I think that's yeah, that's it. I, don't know, I, I, I I'm liking that. You're old funtacular. <laughs> 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 uh, they're funtacular. No, they're they're uh, incredibly unresourceful way that they were uh, doing press leaks and really pussyfooting around. Uh, hopefully you don't have to edit that out. Um, pussyfoot around the the uh, topic, and I just said it a second time. Uh, <laughs> I I just Thanks, I, I, I'm like dancing in circles around this. Basically, bottom line is is was this something that was already concocted or was being concocted prior to um, all the negative output uh, prior to and post conference, or was this something as we I think we can all on this podcast likely suspect was the end result of a terrible, terrible end result from a conference, terrible press relations, um, just being slammed in pretty much every media outlet, stocks dropping. Did somebody finally in Microsoft go, listen, man, you either resign or we're going to can you. And I really think that was probably his ultimatum. So, um, Gerald, what are your, what are, what's your perception on that? Well, I mean, before you go into it, you do want to also say that that Microsoft stock going down, you mentioned that, is not just as far as the reaction initially to what the Xbox One, how it was presented and all the backlash to that. Not only were they suffering through that, Microsoft has as a company, that you also have to remember that the Windows 8 issue with the 8.1 update coming out and being necessitated because people were just really just smacking on the start bar issue for so long, including myself, by the way, I have windows eight and would appreciate a start bar. So a thank you for the 8.1, but I just, it's just going to Microsoft's just been struggling as a company lately for a lot of ideas, but the Xbox one was going to be, is going to be something that, that they're trying to evolve into as far as from a hardware standpoint starting this fall and they really did not set it up well and that really when it comes down to the two people that really were in charge of this and responsible for this up front was microsoft ceo steve ballmer and also as well the xbox chief don madrick and with with the way that that they presented it, their presentations weren't that bad. The, the Xbox One presentation, the first one, and this E3 weren't that bad. If you based everything off those two presentations, everything would be fine. But the problem is the messages that were sent after the first one and the period of time that they just kept doing every PR snafu that you could think of in between the first and second press conferences, and then the fact that even after the second press conference, when they announced the price 
and all the other issues that they were still trying to hang on to as far as that that were displeasing gamers until they actually, again, the next week decided that they were going to reverse virtually all their their unpopular moves that they had made. Um, and somebody cracking open a beer or something? No. Okay. I just wanted to make sure because you're not pouring a cold one for me, and that's unfortunate. But anyways, <laughs> I digress. Well, tomorrow uh, is the 4th of July. <laughs> yes. Early. It sounded like it right there. Fireworks galore. I just want to elaborate that a little bit more as far as it's concerned. You know, I, I understand that there was a rumor that this has been working for, for in the works for months as far as him jumping ship, or I'm sorry, jumping in, into a nuclear sub, which is what he described in an earlier interview about trying to relate the issues of, of internet issues of a lot of individuals and trying to relate to that. And jumping into that nuclear sub and heading to Zynga, a company that, that has spent hundreds of millions of dollars on needlessly and is now paying the price and laying off thousands of individuals at this point in time and, and struggling mightily. So why would you ask uh, – you ask yourself, why would this happen? Why would you want to go to such an organization? Because it doesn't look like the future is very strong for Zynga at this point in time. I, I'm sorry. I know I understand that there are rumors. Retirement plan through Microsoft. That's why. Well, I I understand that the rumors have been. Regardless, I understand the rumors have been coming out for a long time. That coming out that that for for a while this has been in works. But I I, I have to disagree. I mean, I I think the writing and is on the wall, and you can connect the dots real easily. Whatever hyperbole you want to use. Just one PR snafu after the other, after the other, after the other, and and not only from people that are working directly under or that were directly under Mr. Matrick, but also as well from Mr. Matrick himself uh, was truly quite quite disappointing and not the way to go about business, especially for something you're trying to set up very prominently for the holiday season. And I'll just get it to you like this uh, in a quick nutshell. This is going to be also mentioned in my blog that's upcoming that you'll hopefully see on my blog of infamy at Yes Elvis Lives uh, page at yourgamesource.com. Uh, I was sitting with some people the other day, and these are all dads in a prime target audience for them, 25 to 45. It was five different dads, and we were all talking. Once they found out, I worked with YourGameSource.com, and they wanted to ask a ton of questions regarding the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. So we talked for an, over an hour on it, and the and the preeminent question about the Xbox One was – well, they, why should I get it? They don't support you use games. That just tells you right there to the individuals that you're trying to target to the most that are going to buy it for, them, for their sons that also play games themselves because all these gentlemen play games themselves plus they want to buy it for their kids, sons or daughters, excuse me. It's just they don't even know what the message that they're sending is currently. They're not kept up to date. The message of... of Xbox not changing its its stature on on a lot of things. That word hasn't didn't get out correctly even to this day to the general consumers. They got you know all of us hardcore gamers, if they followed our site or other sites, they they know exactly that Xbox changed its opinion on a lot of things and changed its options. But they but the consumer at large, the one who's going to be predominantly responsible for either the make or break of the system, still don't uh, know about all the changes that were made 
And that's just, again, uh, probably uh, not one of the final straws, but just something that, that's going to damage the, at least the start and the beginning of the Xbox One future. I want to hear from Sam now, so I think I'll just uh, hush a little bit now. So I've babbled on a little bit too much, so I apologize, Sam. Did I see Chris come on? Chris? Yo, what's up, world? Chris! Oh, I, I've been, it, it, are I've you been getting it? Back. Are you in the laundry again? Are you... Oh my I gosh, am. you're, you're always on tumble dry. <laughs> yeah, but I'm using a new silent steam dryer, so that's why you guys can see me and hear me come in. So, uh, well, I, yeah, I've, been, I've been listening to the rants for the past uh, 10 minutes or so. But, um, yeah, I'm going to let Sam continue on. I want to hear what she has to say before I go on. Just because I'm a ninja, man. I can hear I it. No, I can't <laughs> hide in my... My dryer anymore. I've got to find. A I had I had no idea. I'm so surprised. I'm so pleasantly uh-huh. surprised. All right, so Sam, continue on with your uh, with your your uh, statements. All right. Well, um, I know I know there's a lot of a lot of hate being thrown Microsoft's way, as Gerald so very accurately described. I think I I know I posted this uh, when it happened, but I. I'm going to say, good job, Microsoft, and this is why. They made a, well, not made, are in the process of making a console. And they they made some commitments. And people, people didn't really like that. People didn't like no used games. People didn't like internet all the time. You know, people always complain about things. But this wasn't just trolls being trolls. This was people legitimately upset. I'm not going to get this console. I'm going to get the PlayStation instead. And Microsoft recognized that they were in a lot of trouble because all these people, like, and not just not just people who complain for the sake of complaining. Their app, their consumer base was upset. So what they did is that this must have been an interesting meeting to have. They sat down. Jim Microsoft sat down with all his people and said you know what we got to do something about this because if we don't we're just screwed and you know what they made some changes they said okay you didn't like this we're going to take this away i know that that's not the best thing to do you can't just say we're going to do all this oh you didn't like it and eh, we'll fix it like a lot of people seeing it as microsoft turning their tail and running as people well, I, as i did want to say real quickly i apologize I know Steve Ballmer was going to make some structural changes within Microsoft. I knew that was uh, impending. They, we had mentioned – we'd actually posted some articles in the past 10 days, I think, that said there was going to be some restructuring on top. Now, Don Matrick was going to be part of that. He was not. There was no mention of him being ousted or anything like that. He was actually going to be part of it, but I think he was going to be given a little bit more responsibility, if anything, at that time. I agree with you. I think probably Bill Gates was probably somewhat involved as well. I mean, with all that stock, like every, like, I feel like Microsoft has put a substantial investment in their game consoles, and it's going to affect more than just. I feel like more than just Xbox because it's, I mean, not substantially, but like it's a Microsoft product and people who are smart about stock market business things that I don't absolutely nothing about are going to see, oh, this big piece of this company is having problems. Like that's going to be a red flag for people who don't necessarily like just follow the video game industry. So they made some, oh, go ahead. No, I want to ask you quick. 
It's funny, though. I know for the fact that Microsoft, as it did previously with the 360 is in the past couple of years, they're going to spend maybe up to double the amount in advertising dollars, especially in the fall, than PlayStation 4. But right now, and I'm not trying to say like I'm siding with anybody, but right now, I, the only ads I see are PlayStation ads at the, at the present time. Is that correct? Um. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. I, I, I haven't really seen any Xbox ones. I think that I think that that Xbox, Microsoft, whatever, is they're just kind of collecting their bearings right now. That I think right now there's a lot of press out. I think a lot of people are confused with what's happening. So I think they're going to give it some time. They're going to let things die down a little bit, and then they're going to really start, you know, ringing people back in because the Xbox comes out before the PlayStation, right? I, at at this time, they both haven't said. The closest is Amazon and Best Buy, as Chris can attest to, have given it tentative dates of the 25th and the 27th of November for the Xbox One. I'm not sure if you've done the same in kind for PlayStation 4, but I think they're probably going to both come around early to mid-November. I, I wouldn't, I'd say probably there's going to be a two- or three-week window before Black Friday. I think uh, that's yeah, what I was going to say they they're probably likely released prior to Black Friday. Well, uh, I'm going to have a game with us and the staff at some point in time in the near future where we're all going to pick the date and and see who wins. Maybe I'll do a prize or maybe I'll do it with with our listeners out there. I don't know, but we should do something really cool as far as that's concerned as long as before it gets announced, mind you. So. I would I would just like to remind that back in February when we did the podcast for the PlayStation reveal, um I made this assertion, and I will stick by this assertion. So I said this back in February, that you know PlayStation on first, Xbox and on second, but the Xbox is going to come out before the PlayStation, and I'm going to stand by that because I still think that that is what is going to happen. That could be very well the case, especially based off of pre-orders. I don't know which one can meet the demand of the pre-orders that are currently taking place because uh, Amazon is reporting record pre-orders for for systems period i'm sure chris could tell also said, tell you as well for, for tell us as well for for best buy as well and and because of that i'm sure there's going to be maybe a delay maybe a few days or a week just to make sure that that playstation and xbox and or xbox meets the demand of uh for those initial pre-orders wouldn't that be right chris yeah definitely um with the way that these pre-orders are going through retail or through online, through even Sony and Microsoft themselves, you can easily tell that there's going to be thousands of people within each city that will basically get it on either within the first day or the first week. It's just going to sell millions of of consoles worldwide. However, it's still still right now more of a push towards PlayStation 4 on pre-orders, and that's just because of the initial... Uh, E3 and when everyone went on sale or every pre-order went on sale, more people were fancy towards the PlayStation 4, sorry, PlayStation 3, whatever it is. And um, I, I think that it's it's going to sell well no matter what, but both of them are, are racking up pre-orders like it's no Yeah, tomorrow. I mean, if Xbox One already has like a gazillion pre-orders, obviously that not that many people were bothered by all the stuff everybody's like i'm not gonna get it i'm not gonna get it okay well enough people got it to make a pretty significant dent yeah i didn't mind 
I, I still don't mind. They can do whatever they want to it, and I'm still buying it day one. Uh, I will tell you that obviously <laughs> the, the numbers out of E3, though, dictated that change by Xbox. I think yeah. Xbox in the past couple of weeks has seen, you know, obviously, like you said, the dramatic rise. But I think coming out of E3, when all the reports were where PlayStation 4 was, was out pre-ordered, pre-ordering the Xbox One by as much as seven times to one, I think it took that initial word with gamers that next week by Xbox before gamers said, you know what, I'm all in with Xbox One. But the problem is, I don't think that word has gotten out to the general consumer. Because I, as I stated earlier, the general consumers I was talking to and I had a chance to speak to, which are a prime target for Microsoft and or Sony, they were all pre-ordering PlayStations, but they weren't all pre-ordering at Microsoft Xbox because they did not know of the changes that Microsoft had just laid in place. Yeah. I think everybody's just confused right now and they need to just take a little time, sort everything out and everything will be okay. But the, confusion, but the confusion should not be there in, in the marketplace. And there's only really what it comes down to. One, it, it goes to really the, the head, the Steve Ballmers, the Don Matrix of the world. They, well, you know, they're the responsible for creating this type of confusion with the consumer. And I think that kind of pressure that was created because of it, I think that's probably the reason why he jumped ship to a company like Zynga. I, I know we reported earlier today as well that there were rumors he was going to go to EA. And EA, even though it's had its troubles, is still a little bit more healthier than Zynga. So I, I'm still scratching my head why you would jump to Zynga of all places. And I think it's just because that, that there wasn't really much choice there. But again, that's only my opinion. So... Well, adding insult to injury, um, recent reports have suggested that at the last moment, Sony decided to ditch the idea of bundling the PlayStation 4 camera with the PS4 system to avoid going above the $400 price point, which, mind you, was something that was even more incentivizing, which really gave uh, Microsoft another low blow, um, and there, thereby, of course, undercutting the Xbox One substantially. So, really... Regarding their, I mean, regarding his ultimate decision to leave, I, I really think it's additional factors like that that really influenced how how poorly and and not well received Microsoft really came out of that whole thing. So uh, I, I really think that had I, I, I really think it may not be a hundred percent of the, the 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 reason that ultimately impacted him leaving. However, I do feel it was a substantial, substantial reason why he chose to leave. Was just because Microsoft still has a lot of egg on their face, and I really think they've left left a very sour taste in a lot of people's mouths. Well, I do want to make sure that that everybody knows that most likely the individual that's going to get the position at last check was Windows Chief Julie Larson-Green, who will be overseeing the hardware. And I guess now it's not just Xbox, but she'll be handling all the hardware, which is what they wanted to do when they were restructuring, as I said earlier. So I wish her the best of luck on that. I, I think at this point in time, she's got a little bit of a tough task because of what's been done in the past few weeks. But like you said, Sam, there's plenty of time to change this around, and I think eventually that they will. I think the Xbox One is a very credible unit. Uh, it matches head-to-head -head with PlayStation 4. 
Obviously, the titles that the people and gamers might be attracted to might be more apt to be on the Xbox One. It's tough right now, but it's not insurmountable. And I think they will do so once the initial confusion, like you said, Sam, wears off. All right. So, But I will say this on Sony's account. You said now you said that's right. One of our reports are that that they dropped the camera, correct, in order to meet the four hundred dollar price point. Yeah, so I, I mean, I don't know. I wonder if they're not going to add that as a. Uh, well, no, it it's or, available. It it is something available. It's fifty nine dollars retail that you can pre order today. But is it really going to be worth it? Well, let me just say this: they're bundling the one of the latest reports that we put on our site on our Facebook site. Uh, game source on Facebook is the fact that you can actually get a bundled copy of a game called The Playroom, which, if you remember, with the Vita is going to was an they they bundled a lot of augmented reality small little titles. This is would be the same concept. It's an augmented reality title to work with. Guess what? The PlayStation camera, which it sounds kind of no, dirty, no longer gets bundled with it. So. And as Sam and I were talking about earlier, there's going to be uh, all those people that, that are going to go to Chris and buy all those PlayStation 4s, maybe a what, 5% maybe will get the camera. And that's going to be a whole lot of people that are not going to play this game. And that just really just I mean, listen, I kind of makes you shake your head as far as it's concerned. A great move by Sony by, by cutting the camera and making sure the price is under $399. That's great. But why add this title in there and and basically say, you know what, it's there. You'll probably delete it anyways. I, I mean, I'll be honest with you. I, I, I got to give credit where credit's due um, and no, not and really not give credit where credit shouldn't be due. Uh, Sony's really never had a very strong camera. I, I really don't think it's really served any significant purpose. Uh, matter of fact, I think it's probably actually one of the most useless accessories that you can ha- ever buy for a PlayStation. Um, it, bottom line is is that it's not worth the money it makes to make it. Um, I, I really and, and I know you, you your appreciation, your affinity of the Connect, especially after Chris sent you that Star Wars Connect, as I remember correctly. Correct, uh, Chris? I, I think so. No. Yeah, well, it didn't actually get to him. I had a little too much fun playing it myself. So. Oh, that's right. And he, you sent him the actual cover, the case, so the, yeah. he could use it. From what I, I, I remember, him, you... <laughs> I sent him that along with a, a pre-order of Saints Row Four, <laughs> and also a Fable Fable game. That's right. Oh Fable yeah, yeah. Don't, yeah, and then the new exclusive Don't go Fable there, Chris. Four, which is coming on Xbox One. You that's know. right. You mean know the videos I keep putting on his Facebook page every day regarding Saints Row Four? That's yeah, oh, that's yes. right. And, and, you know they, they wanted they wanted to use Nick as yep. a special guest DLC character in the game, and he was so excited about it. He went voice acting and everything. What would Nick's like specialty weapon be as a character in Saints Row? It would be the double-ended. Never mind. It would not be approved by the Australian rating board because, uh, yes, one of the news items in the past week was Saints Row 4 being uh, banned in Australia at this point in time. They'll probably that. Well, they'll do. They'll probably revamp it. I hope they. I hope they ban it. I hope other countries ban it. I hope the United States bans it. Oh, how I would love to hear that. Oh, Saints Row has been banned. Oh, you know what? We decided to ban Grand Theft Auto 2. That's okay. Uh, Chris and I will, that's okay. Chris, Sam, and I will still keep putting the great videos of all the game action on your page. If they yeah, ban it, I'll just go to Japan to buy it. Don't 
Don't share it. I'll send you a copy still. No, I hope – you know what? I hope they region lock it so you can. <laughs> <laughs> that game is awful. Absolutely. Uh, and, and uh, you know, just – You don't have to like it, but remember that it always likes you. <laughs> yeah, I bet it does. I bet it does. Um, moving past Saints Row because that, that topic disgusts me and I don't know why you keep posting that crap on my page because I certainly don't want to see it. Um, the Last of Us. I can att- I can attest to this news item, okay, because I think this was an absolutely amazing game. The Last of Us has now become the most popular game of 2013, which I don't I don't have a doubt in my mind that it wouldn't have been. With initial sales of the PlayStation 3 only... Sorry, for PS3 only games surpassing games like Tomb Raider, which Tomb Raider, Tomb Raider was a solid game. Bioshock Infinite, another solid one. Um, even though those games were multi-platform, that's kind of the surprising part out of that is that uh, as a as a Sony exclusive first-party title, of course, um, for 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 that outselling Tomb Raider and Bioshock, which mind you, like I just said, were multi-platform. Uh, that that's certainly speaks something of the game. So. I guess first off, you know, what does that say about the game? And, you know, I, I mean, me personally, I, I uh, again, I saw that as an absolutely incredible game. Uh, and for those of you who have not played it, uh, definitely check my review out. I, I, uh, there were just such, 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 such minor things that, that prevented it from, from getting a 10, but a 10 out of 10. However, the game was just, um, Outstanding, uh, the emotional impact that it has uh, on the gamers, uh, absolutely incredible. Uh, one of the few games I've actually had the heart to heart actually playing that that really had such a significant emotional impact um, on me as at, you know at playing it. So, what does that say about the game? Personally, I, I really think that says a lot about the game. I think that uh, you know as as Gerald. As Gerald and I are huge fans of the Uncharted series, which I think Naughty Dog just cranks out just unbelievable titles. Uh, it, it didn't really, it doesn't really surprise me, Gerald. I, I thought we, I thought we pretty much called before it came out that this would ha- had potential for Game of the Year anyway. But, uh, yes, it, yes, it, we did, and but still, it's it's not. You know, there's still plenty of time, and there's also great titles that that have come out. Uh, for game of the year but we don't want to go into that maybe on another episode coming up we'll, we'll talk more about game of the year candidates but yeah. i will say that that the, you know as far as the sales are concerned uh it, it's just been a great boon for 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 sony uh, but also i want to just touch on the fact that is this going to be uh, uh something that that's going to kick the playstation 3 into high gear as far as being a a some somewhat surprisingly good seller for the rest of the year. I mean, everybody's talking about the new consoles. You know, actually, when you think about it, the best lineup of games this year is going to be on the PlayStation 3. Am I not correct, Chris or Sam? Or? Uh, well, I, I don't, I don't, I, I don't know. You're saying just PS3 alone will have the best lineup of games or the, the most likely to be game of the year? Yeah, I, I mean, think- I mean, right now, right now, the most, most, the best lineup of games that are coming out for the rest of the year or through this year total, will will have been the, on the PlayStation Three. I mean, three hundred and sixty has some multi-platform games, but when you consider Last of Us, I think Beyond Two Souls is going to be a great game as well. 
Gran Turismo 6. Uh, that game will become, you know, that game is going to be highly rated when it comes out. I mean, those titles are PS3 exclusives, and I don't even see PlayStation 4 or Xbox One having something similar for this year. And I'm talking about uh, for this year only. So, so be that as it may, I, I'm just just asking: Do you think this is going to be lead to a, a surprise as far as people, you know, wanting to go and get PlayStation 3? And I got to remember as well: Grand Theft Auto 5 will actually have a special PlayStation 3 bundle, especially for that. So. I, I don't know. I mean, you know, Chris, you you working directly with you know within the retail industry. I mean, you could you probably have the most accurate projection of how that's going to end up panning out. However, I, I really think people see PS4 and Xbox One, and I, I kind of think you know not not to not give credit to these these great games coming out for potentially great games. We haven't actually played them yet, so I don't know if that'll really single handedly. I mean, that's. I don't know. That that's kind of a tough one to call. I, I think uh I think the genuine excitement for these consoles to be released uh may unfortunately overshadow the the potential that these, these software titles have. So I hopefully that's not the case because uh for those who are not wanting to you know, or who are keeping their purses tight and their wallets closed and in, in, uh, well, that's, you know, that's exactly what I'm talking about. It's just that Chris has, has, has said he's got a lot of pre-orders for PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. What if, and this has happened before, Chris, and you, you know, Nick, you know offhand, and Sam, you know as well. You, there's been times where demand has exceeded quantity, and, and that could be the case this fall. And if Sony does a price cut on the PlayStation 3 and has all these great titles and has a, has a GTA bundle, uh, I'm, not say, I'm not just you know, saying that, that it's, they're going to beat the sales of PlayStation 4 or Xbox One, but I think people might be really surprised about how well it does if Sony plays its cards right. Because I think once those systems come out, I what think PlayStation... Well, PlayStation 3 has to drop in price. I think that's a, a necessity. Don't you think so too, Chris? Honestly, I, I really don't think so. If Really? If they're going to bring out a new system, and they're not going to make too much money on this system alone because of all the hardware and everything else they're adding into it, with, with any console, they obviously raise the price just to make a profit from it. They have it so low right now, they're not going to make too much of a profit. I believe they would keep the PS3 at the price it's at and say, okay, you can either save 100 or $129 or you can get the new PS4. I don't know. I, I, have to I think disagree. they're going to keep it the same for, for at least another year. Since they're still making games for it, why drop it to 199 That's ridiculously too low for, for a gaming console, for them to even what? make a profit. It, 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 it will be... It will be one ninety nine Black Friday because they did it last year. Oh well, yeah, that that but a one day thing just to get that initial like, hey, your old one broke or you're just getting into games. Here you go. But since but, the console's but, but been it, out for so long and so many people have bought it at three hundred dollars or more, why would I, they need? I to drop? I got I got to disagree with you. I don't. I don't. I really don't think so. I mean, it, would it really be that surprising to you if they dropped it down to one ninety nine? I mean, look at what they did. You know, at at e three. They undercut Microsoft. I, I really, when the Xbox, I mean, uh, when the uh, PlayStation Four rather comes out, I would be very surprised if they did not do a price cut. Matter of Maybe fact, I would be very surprised if coming out of Black Friday, they, they didn't surprise everybody and maintain that one ninety nine price point coming out of Black Friday. 
but I don't think they're going to keep it at 300 for another year. I, I think 250, well, because right now they have a couple bundles around 280, 270, or two, no, it's 270 and 299, so 300. I mean, but, and, the, and, the GT, and the GTA, the GTA bundle is coming out right now. They listed it at the press conference at two ninety nine. Yeah. Subject to change, though. But, but I'm uh, Last of Us bundle. Ooh. So, so I, I still don't do think that. that they're going to drop the price that much. Maybe fifty dollars. They've already had a console at two hundred and fifty, where it was just the bare one hundred sixty gigabytes, nothing with it. Unless that's fine to drop it to two fifty. If they drop it anything lower, they're not making any profit, and then unless, it's just a waste of a console. Unless they do a price drop on the Vita. Well, the Vita's already had its about one and a half year anniversary, so I mean they could easily drop that now. Well, they need to drop that permanently below the two hundred dollar mark, just to yeah. even just to get out more units. Yeah, they do. Two fifty is still too high of a price point for it. Actually, I um, look how and, and here's here's a perfect example. Gerald, going based on what you just said, Target had a special Lego edition one for one ninety nine, completely sold out online, completely sold out in stores. I mean, think about the fact if they were to drop that down to one fifty, they would be they'd be looking pretty good. At, I mean, they would probably move a substantial number of those handheld consoles. I agree, uh, and then I know Chris was from last year. I know that Assassin's Creed bundle went pretty good at one ninety nine. We won't talk about the Call of Duty declassified bundle. That is something left to be desired. But I know the Assassin's Creed bundle for one ninety nine went uh, rather swiftly as well. Yeah, but I mean, either way, just getting the console for one ninety nine, whether you played the games or not, it's not that bad of a price. And to basically have it as an attachment to the PlayStation three and four, I mean, it, it could be helpful even at one ninety nine. But you know, the thing here's the thing. Here's the bottom line, and here's here's always been my problem with the Vita, is that here's even more so why they need to drop the price down to one fifty, is that. Their their freaking memory cards are ridiculously expensive, ridiculously expensive, and plus you can't use any proprietary memory with it, which is even more bogus. And that is just, wait 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 it it does have proprietary memory. I, I'm sorry, transpo- I was transposing that. It only rather it uses only proprietary memory. You can't use you can't use third party branded stuff, which which really SD, or SD cards in other words. Yeah, in essence, yeah. Sorry, I had. Thinking one thing, saying another. It, the bottom line is, is that that was that is that is just you one do of that the, a lot. Yes, that's one of the killer factors with the PlayStation Vita is that the memory cards just they don't make it worth it, and and they should at least include you know if you're going to charge two fifty, at least include a four eight gigabyte memory card. At least do that if you're going to charge a price point two fifty. But but to sell it at two fifty. And then you end up paying over three hundred anyway because you want to get a card. It, it's it's absurd. It's ridiculous. And I've I've read I you know I've I've skimmed some 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 news related stuff that's came out. And although it was uh, don't ask me why, but although it was well received, and I believe they did make a, a price cut in Japan, and it and it was very well received. And I, as to why they will not drop it in any other market outside of that, I have no idea. 
I think they plan to. I just think they they want to make sure when they do, they're going to advertise the functionality of the PlayStation 4 with it, with the remote play features on it. I just think they're, they're waiting. As Sam, uh, you know, going back to what she said earlier in regards to just lying in the weeds, Xbox is regarding you know, to anything major. I think that PlayStation is doing the same with the Vita. I was disappointed, as Jeremiah has pointed out on his page, SuperPouring at yourgamesource.com, the SuperPouring page. I just think he pointed out that that he was disappointed, and I'm sure a lot of other people like myself as well, with the, the lack of attention it received at E3. I'm just hoping that, that along with the notoriety it's going to get by being something you can use in conjunction with the PlayStation 4, that it will get an appropriate price drop to make it much more attractive. So, so your your in essence, what you're saying is, is that Sony's waiting for an opportunity to otherwise reclassify it as a quote peripheral or a an accessory to the PlayStation Four. That way, they can drop the price and still save face. Because it ain't working as a handheld right now, my friend. And- yeah. At least not in this market. So using it and pushing it as an accessory or as a peripheral is in this case to the PlayStation 4 is probably the recommended course of action at this point in time. I, I'd agree. I, I can't disagree with you on that. I, I think that uh, that's that's actually right in line with what you know what what I what I'm thinking on that too. So but uh Chris, do you have any final thoughts? We're gonna just head to a break here real quick and um, no, I think we touched on all the, the big points, so okay. we're good for a break. Cool. Well, uh, what, what about the little points? Um, well, the little points, I, I, I hate to admit it, but they don't matter. Okay. <laughs> all right, guys, we're going to do a break and we'll be back. guys uh, sorry coming out of the break with some uh, rather disturbing um, messaging here um, <laughs> welcome to <laughs> welcome to Chris lead us in <clears throat> the round table of doom <laughs> <laughs> all right so <laughs> round table of doom Highlight of the Roundtable of Doom, Google, as you very well may know, is announcing, or announcing, has announced last week their intentions of releasing an Android-based console to the market. The landscape of the competitors to the next-gen consoles has grown dramatically. With a list that includes, um, I'll actually leave that to Gerald, uh, who will be compiling that list, and including a just-released Oya, (laughs) Oya's initial sales are very strong upon release. So... Is that good news or is that bad news? Uh, good news for the people who made the ooh yeah. <laughs> well, I think the overall I think sounds like, I, sounds like a bad I think, the, I think the overall question is do you think it's going to be a niche or do you think it actually is going to take a chunk of the of the already crowded marketplace 
for video games. I mean, because we already have video game consoles such as the one we just mentioned, the Vita, and also the Wii, and the Steambox, yes, and the Wii U, which which really are struggling for sales right now. And then on top of that, you bring out, you know, the Ouya, which has come out, and Chris will tell you. I mean, they've been selling them out of Best Buys pretty much since they came in, correct? Ouya. Uh, well, with, yeah, with the oh yeah, um, they, <laughs> oh, yeah. they basically went out day one. Um, I know that only certain retailers were allowed to sell them, as well as only a certain amount of amount of these retailers were allowed to sell them. And as far as Best Buys, I heard only 250 stores of their over 1,000 stores were allowed to uh, carry them. And yeah, like the the stores that did get them all sold out within the day day one or day two. And I think it was mainly the people that have been following this system uh, that have been, like, just on it, knowing what, what's going on with this through Kickstart and through through the year through the year of development about where they've had to announce it. Um, I think those are the people that came in and bought it and said, hey, look, if there's a $99 console, buy it, why not? Buy the extra controller, whatever. Um, but I don't think anybody else has heard of it. Everyone still knows about the Xbox, the PlayStation, Mostly the Wii, uh, if they're not big into gaming. But I think that's kind of where it went, even though it did great. I, I, re- um, I realize Google's big and all. However, I just don't I don't see this really going anywhere. I, I What was that? Um, what was it? U-Draw? Is it, was that the name of it? Sony had came out with, with like a... a uh, U-Draw came out with THQ, and that single-handedly destroyed that company. Yeah, I I really think the what am I trying to say? Realizing that that Google is obviously a huge conglomerate, if that's even the right terminology for for that for the situation. But I really don't know if this. I really I, I got to say it's probably going to be more of a niche. I guess is bottom line. I I don't see this really going anywhere. I. Uh, I just think that it's going to be so overwhelmingly overshadowed in in Microsoft's and and Sony's shadow that it's going to just be overlooked. That's not to say that you know that and you know Oya, you know their system or the Steam Box, you know maybe oh, yeah. entirely overlooked, but. I just think that well, there's a, there's a quite a list, and you know, I mean, I could tell you some of the ones that are going to come out. You've got Project Shield, which was just delayed a month because of uh, a technical issue, but that's coming out, and that's from Nvidia. And then you've got the Game Stick, and then you've also got Moga, and then you've got Nyko Playpad series. You've got Mad Cats making one. You've got Steel Series Free. You got also uh, one Razor. that was announced. Well, I'm sorry, Razor. Razor's going to make one. You well, also got one that was announced that's going to work with Netflix for games. I mean, I, it's a it's a big it's it's going to become a big marketplace as far as it's concerned, and they're all going to be cheaper than the current standard consoles that we're used to right now. All I, of them virtually. That's what I was going to say. I think the only thing that they may have going for them is they're going to be their price points. Well, they, I think they, it's that because like, well, like indies are becoming much more popular now. I think that's why they're they're doing this now um as individual developers they can they can kind of make their own their own system and cater to what they want and then they figure hey there's a majority of people that like this maybe they'll buy it for 100 150 bucks 
Well, so, yeah, Chris. But, but knowing knowing how big Microsoft and Sony are, I don't think any of them are going to be any better than those two. But being but being in a sales position from from your your point of view, obviously in today's day and age with 4K televisions, you know now now in, uh, introducing being introduced in the market, you have so many people focused on the high definition aspect and the home entertainment aspect, which is likely why. Microsoft focused such a large component of the integration of 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 you, your body, and your hand gestures of movement into the overall functionality and seamless streaming of you know home entertainment, all that other good stuff, junk, whatever. Do you think that that is? I mean, obviously, that is a very going to be a very significant factor that will influence people coming into this. You know, consumers walking into this, going, "Oh, okay. Well, I have Microsoft and Sony on one hand, but you know, wow, there's a console for fifty bucks, and you know, oh, here's one for a hundred. So, I mean, I'm really getting a, a better buy if I get the one for a hundred. However, I'm losing out on high definition. I'm losing out on first and third party titles that I really but, like. But also, you know, you got to remember, but it's going to the Google Marketplace and it's going to Google Play, which has thousands and thousands of games if it that that a lot of these games consoles are going to be able to to draw from so I, let's hear what uh, sam did you when you were at e3 get a chance to check out any of these upcoming consoles or or better yet what is your opinion as far as the android gaming console market is concerned does that appeal to you as a gamer um i for the e3 part i did not get a chance to do anything at e3 um with it, i think i think it's good that that there's an expansion happening because with more expansion, there's going to be more competition and with more competition, I think we're going to see a lot of really good content coming out because, you know, if you're going to make crap, there's all this other, no one's going to be settled for, you know, anything poor because there's so much else, so much other stuff out there. And so I think this increase in competition is going to really drive developers to, you know, I mean, consoles, you know, are different for different people. I don't like. I'm not. Is it? Is it more mostly like? And is it mostly like, ha- uh, mobile gaming still? I'm. I came into this conversation in the middle. <laughs> well, it's well. That's what they, they're basically. If are you familiar with it, Ouya? Yes. Well, basically, it's going to be that type of concept because Google's announced that they're going to be. There's going to be a. Uh, they're going to be doing a gaming console based off of the Google Play, and there's at least six, seven others already that that are doing going to be released within a short period of time, or before the end of the year. They're all scheduled that are going oh, wow. to do basic, basically the same thing, and that they're going to you know basically just play you know Android games, but they're going to be in some cases a fraction of the cost of the current consoles. I think I think they're going to get swallowed up. I don't even know why they waste their time releasing. Well, you say that, but many people said that. Many people said that about the gaming market when when smartphones started to become a reality, and and iOS and and Android gaming became a reality over the handhelds. They thought, oh, everybody's going to play handhelds forever. What's the and 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 there's still some people today that you can't convince that the mobile gaming market hasn't taken a chunk out of the handheld market, which it has. It has. I don't. I, and you just can't explain it. To, there's certain people that won't won't that don't want to 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 realize that. But it, anybody who has a handheld phone uh, and sees, you know, they can play off their smartphone, Angry Birds, uh, 
that they don't really need a Nintendo 3DS and they don't really need a PlayStation Vita. And of some of these individuals that aren't worried about graphics or, or deep built-in stories or whatnot, they're probably just going to look at price. So it might uh, there is a slight chance it might have an impact in the gaming market. I think I think it definitely will. But if nothing else, this will just drive the gaming market to produce better quality stuff. Like if you, you they need to, they need to start making the titles that these other consoles putting them in quotes like that they can't even touch you know a 3ds like you got to make that you know dual screen 3d thing really drive home or you know all the these new innovations with these new consoles is they need to have something that nobody else can touch because if they're just going to make stuff that anybody can do nobody's going to care so if they want to you know push units and if they want to bring people in and keep people in they need to do something that people I mean, can't get anywhere else. Why am I going to waste money on purchasing a device? Just hear me out on this. Why am I going to waste my money on purchasing something from Google and, and outside the fact that I hate Android phones anyway? So. Well, it's not from Google specifically. It's, I mean there's only but, one of them is going to be as officially from Google. All the rest utilize the Android. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm just – just an example for Google, for instance. All these other companies are, yeah, obviously they're going to follow in 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 suite here. But why am I going to waste money making a purchasing a console? Okay, mind you, when I have a tablet that does probably what the exact same thing as this console is going to do, except I'm mobile. First of all, second of all, I, I just it, it seems like such a, an idiotic concept that. You're going to really release a console that does, mind you, probably the exact same thing as your mobile phone. The exact same thing as your mobile phone. Why not? But then, get, did, don't you remember CES when uh, we went to the NVIDIA booth and looked at Project Shield and and all the stuff that we saw there? I, I mean, Project Shield itself looked pretty impressive as far as some of the games it could play because it just it delved beyond just the Google Play market and had specific games that were being made for it. Like Street Fighter, I think there was a Street Fighter game among some others, and and I just thought that was you know kind of impressive for something that's going to be such at, sold at a lower cost than than most some or most of the consoles that are that are currently out in the marketplace. But before you go into that, I, Chris, let me ask you real quickly where where you're at from a Best Buy point of view. How confusing is it going to be for you to to sell to consumers when you're going to have possibly the Ouya, the Project Mojo, the Game Stick, the Unu, the Game Pop, and whatever else the ones you know that are made by Google and some other competitors? How confusing is that going to be for you when you're talking to consumers about you know buying a game console? Well, if they're too closely related together then this is going to be an impossible thing to, to explain unless I say the manufacturers. Uh, I say Google made this. I say Nyko made this. I say Razer made this. But, I, I mean, they have to make themselves substantially different just to be survivable on the market. If, if let's say, um, uh, one of these new ones comes out, and it's almost exactly like the Ouya, and it comes out uh, at you know, the same price or nearly, since the Ouya has a release date earlier... It's going to have that seniority on the market saying, hey, at least this has a good review. This is good. Buy the Ouya, not this other one. But remember as well, they, 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 will, they will be having additional titles 
specifically made for that console. Like Ouya has has developers making d- specific games for that that are going to be outside the realm of of just getting it off of the Android marketplace. So, but are those are those developers going to at some point adapt those games to meet the needs of the PlayStation Store and the uh, Microsoft Market? Uh, possibly. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. First of all, you have to remember that these, these, with the lower price, they won't have the same capacity as far as is concerned. But maybe they will be able to to have downloadable games that come across full board to all these different platforms. But they uh, would, they would. That would be a pretty poor marketing strategy for them if they, if they exclusively limited their their development to these systems that have no guarantee of successful sales. I really think they should really heavily consider opening those games up to what we know to be successful and anything that's working right now, such as making them readily available on the Microsoft Marketplace and the PlayStation Store. All right, so I guess we're going to have to send you an Ouya and, and see if you don't say Ouya. Ouya! Really bad high C commercial. Still, still think so. I think that was oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Crash, bang, boom, bam, boom, and then he comes through the wall, and you know. Well, okay. Does anybody else have any lasting thoughts on that before we? we Again, I'm dating myself again on a podcast. Incredible. (laughs) I think Chris died. Uh, Just we just want to say some things in closing. if Chris, are you there? Hello? Well, how about Sam? I'm still here, but I think you guys have very thoroughly covered the subject. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just going to go, while you're talking, Nick, and, and closing us out for the evening, I'm just going to go ahead and, and download a couple games off my the Android Marketplace. Oh, And Chris is uh, stuck in his dryer, probably. So, anyway... We just want to, uh, as we, as you know, as, as you know, as we, as we traditionally do, uh, all of our great content is available uh, on our website at www.yourgamesource.com, as well as on our free, quote, free mobile app. No, there's no quotes around. Why saying quotes? <laughs> um, on our free mobile app, and like we, uh, like we had mentioned, Wait, wouldn't it be? I've actually heard someone say sometime, okay, quote, end quote. And they just paused, and it was kind of confusing. So, <laughs> I guess that was the quote. Make sure to check our uh, YouTube channel as well at yourgamesource.com. Uh, whole thing's spelled out, D-O-T-C-O-M at the end. Um, as well as check us out. Follow us on Twitter. I think it was me. GameSource. I think it was me that did it. Oh. Or check us out on Facebook at GameSource. And don't forget to check out our newest segment that – Yours truly is hosting plus one, like we discussed at the beginning of the podcast. And we just want to thank our fine folks who were able to join us this evening Gerald, Sam, and Chris, who is stuck in his dryer right now. Don't find me. <laughs> Chris, well, before we go, Chris, what do you have to work on? We heard from Sam and, and myself on what we're working on. Uh, Chris, are you got anything coming down the pike? I like how I was like left out of that. <laughs> well, we always, you just, you just tooted your plus one horn, which. By the way, 
there might Sam might host it one day, Chris might host it one day, I might host it one day. It's just going to be an interesting five to ten minute look as far as into whatever the great you know the most newsworthy topic of the day is. So go ahead, Chris. I'm sorry. What you got working on, man? Um, making my dryer quieter so no one finds me, Nick. <laughs> no, but uh, gaming related wise, I'm I'm probably going to be a little busy with some other uh, things that are starting up. However, I am definitely planning on getting some new release games for the 360 before the Xbox One comes out, and I should have some reviews out for those. Hopefully, I can get some more uh, video reviews out there for our YouTube page, yourgamesource.com, all one word, or you can just go to my my page and check out every review video that I've done and stuff like that. Yeah, and uh, oh. I know Corey as well, is, uh, he's been really busy. He's been getting he's yeah, swamped, I guess, is the easiest way to put it. And um, I'm trying to get him in, involved in another CNC podcast or another uh, another thing together. He, he's too busy for even me, so it's it's kind of hard to get a hold of him. Just, I was going to say, there's like a Bigfoot sighting, a, a Loch Ness sighting, and then there's also a Corey Gatter sighting. Yeah, that one's actually uh, less likely. A lot of people are, are going to the Bigfoot uh, committee instead. Corey, just walk up. <laughs> you should just walk up to Corey and go like this. Hey, hey, Corey. YourGamesource.com! <laughs> oh, my God. I still can't believe you just rolled down the windows and yelled that at cars and pedestrians. Uh, I will forever remember that E3. We were just like, and, you guys, and you guys didn't put that on camera? <laughs> no, actually, uh, actually, Chris recorded it. <laughs> I didn't get that video. I got the video of, of um, let me see. Actually, if they want to check it out, it's on your, YourGamesource.com. <laughs> a YouTube page. It's actually a wonderful rendition of, of The Lion Sleeps from Night. Uh, that's on our Ugh. channel at YouTube. So, But no, I didn't get you guys Robert, screaming at cars. You, you know, you know that if we when we actually do meet up to do a live a live, a live taping, we're just going to have to go, YorkInsult.com! <laughs> I would just like to point out that the only cars yelled at were cars with windows rolled down or convertibles. So it wasn't just yelling at cars. It was the that one guy when we pulled up next to him and he yelled it and then we drove away past the light but then there was a stop sign and we had to stop next to him again. <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> I'm just in the middle seat like I'm. we're going to get killed. Someone's just going to take not understand what they said and be like, what'd you call me? And then beat the crap out of Corey. And mind you, listen, because we're just that pimp and we're that cool – we were singing Disney tunes on the way to E3. <laughs> we were. We were jamming. On some, I, I did have a ready supply of Disney tunage, and uh, we we did jam out to some Disney songs. That I can attest to that. And, and if you do want to see a sample of that, that is on our YouTube page at yourgamesource.com. <laughs> and, and by tradition, I, I stood in that massively long line at Disney. Thank you, Disney. Um, in, in the spirit of Gerald, because he would have been staying in that line as he does most every year we go to E3 to get some. He would have had to do it twice. Yep. Yes. Yeah. One of the 500 people who got a shirt. Yep. You waited all that time in line and you didn't get it for me? I'm sorry. Maybe, maybe, uh, if I, maybe if I, I'm feeling, you know, charity, uh, charitable, I'll, I'll let you have my Naughty Dog shirt for, uh, The Last of Us. Would it even fit me? Actually, I got an extra large. Yeah, it would. Oh, sweet. Then there you go. <laughs> well, anyway, we're rambling. So 
Thank you, everybody, as always, for joining us here at GameSource. Uh, remember, we're always uh, looking, accepting, willing to uh, take on new members, uh, columnists. Uh, well, that's one thing before you go. We, well, actually, if you wanted to mention your uh, the one that you actually got, got started with uh, you know, this week, and, and I'll mention one that I'm going to you know, hopefully get started very soon. So, For what? New staff members. Oh, I apologize. I thought we were different topic there. Yeah, uh, yeah. Even though they are, uh, were unfortunately able to uh, join us on this podcast, I'd like we'd like to uh, thank Taylee. She is actually one of our newest members, uh, newest columnist. Uh, Gerald, I know you had somebody from GPG. Well, that's uh, correct. Uh, first off, Taylee, she just put a brand new article up on on her brand new page at yourgamesource.com slash morbidly x suite dot html uh, actually if you just check out our front page at yourgamesource.com you'll see her picture on the left on the left hand side um it's actually right next to seven valkyrie on our actual website right now so if you want to check her out she just brought a new article out sam's got some great articles coming out i've got some articles coming out as well and i will tell you that george the head of Gamers Protection Guild, the Gamer Protection Guild, that's the GPG on Facebook, Gamer Protection Guild. He is actually getting, we're getting a, a page together for him, and he's going to start helping us write as well, and hopefully we're going to get him on some podcasts in the near future as well. I'm just so happy and excited that that our collaboration with the GPG is continuing beyond E3, and we're so welcome to to have Taylee and George aboard. I'm just, just very appreciative of that. And if you want to join us too, we're we're always looking for great people to, to talk talk and write about video games, as Sam's talked about with with uh, you know what she's going to be collaborating with. But if you want to join us as well and write a, write about video games, your opinions, your reviews, whatever you want to talk about or write about, check us out yourgamesource.com. And then also as well, send in an email. Say you want to be a part of the Game Source staff. Yourgamesource at yahoo.com. All right. Well. Thank you, everybody, for joining us tonight. Until the and by the way, I just actually, you know, these these this is number eighty, right? Game Source Podcast number eighty. Wow, we're already up to eighty. Yep. Oh, wow. Don't we have our two oldest members here? If I'm not correctly, along with oh, you and I. Oh man. I think back at number five was Chris, and number six was Sam. If I'm not mistaken. I think that sounds about right. Yeah, my goodness. Yeah, I think Seven. I was here on four or five. I can't remember exactly, but... Well, you could check out our podcast page. It actually has it up there on the actual list of, as far as when you two started. All of us. Jeez, man. Do you remember when it was just me and you recording back then, Gerald? Yeah, that was scary for me. I have to hear you enough during the week as is. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but it's been great having Sam and Chris aboard. I'm just so appreciative that you two have stuck it out with us. We're in our fourth year now of doing this. We just had a record month. More people downloaded our podcast than ever before, and we're just so appreciative of everyone just just checking us out at yourgameshost.com and and Sam and Chris for for sticking with us. And yeah, you too, angry Nick. You too. Mm-hmm. You know I'm the site's personality. <laughs> Admit it. 
you can't live without me. Uh, I, the, uh, the, uh, the awkward silent didn't say anything, right? Well, I'm caught speechless for one of the first times in 80 podcasts. I'm caught speechless. Should I embarrass you in public or should I just keep it to myself? I think I'll mute my microphone now. Why don't you just, you know, hit me with a shopping cart? You seem to like doing that. That can be arranged. Yes. Can you just end the podcast, please? <laughs> oh, why? You don't want to let everybody know that you're, uh, you know, you secretly have a plan to mow me down with another shopping cart at Spirit Halloween? <laughs> I could just... When is the next time you go shopping at Walmart? <laughs> anyway, thanks for joining us, guys. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. So, um, no, really, but uh, Chris, Sam, thank you for uh, being on tonight's podcast. And until episode 81, um, arrivederci. Ciao, ragazzi. Good night, world. Have a great one, everyone. Oh, dude, this looks so scary. Dude, it's my phone. A wingo what? 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 In the jungle, the mighty jungle, the mining thieves tonight. In the jungle, the mighty jungle, the lion sleeps tonight. And remember, this Game Source podcast was brought to you in part by the GPG, the Gamer Protection Guild. Find them and like them on Facebook at Gamer Protection Guild, fighting for your rights as gamers.